Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and presenter. Today with me, we have Stephanie Crawford back on the chat, and we are talking about grades in a gamified classroom. Uh, this topic kind of always comes up in every single one of my sessions, so like we thought we'd do an episode here, and I know Stephanie has... Lots of thoughts on this, as do I. <laughs> so we got to get down to business. But before we do, Stephanie, can you please introduce yourself for the new listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Michael. I'm Stephanie Crawford. I'm an instructional coach um, in Central Illinois. Um, I taught ELA in middle school for 13 years before making the shift. Last year was my first year as an instructional coach and a gamified PD in our district last year. Sweet. Uh, so uh, where do we want to start? I mean, like, do we start back in your classroom? <laughs> what do we, I mean, like, where, where do we go with this? Okay. So I actually think like the reason that this has become something that I've been thinking about so much, I always thought about it in my classroom and when we do chats, like Twitter chats and that, and when we do presentations and everything, but this year leading gamified PD in the district, it made other teachers interested in gamifying their classrooms and so they came to me and asked for support and that was one of the things that i found myself having to have that conversation multiple times you know like obviously it's always we own our own classroom so there's no right or wrong way and i feel like everyone has thoughts on this um i very much feel that grades shouldn't be tied to our gamified classroom um and so when I would go in with these teachers, I would tell them, you know, ask them the question, you have to decide whether this will be tied to grades. And then they would kind of ask my opinion. I would tell them where I stood and why. Um, and it was getting them kind of to see that other side. So to me, I always thought about it, but this year being able to work with multiple teachers kind of one-on-one -on -one brought that issue even closer to home. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree about separation of grades and game points. I think if we were to start right there, I mean, the big thing for me is just kind of twofold. Probably the most important reason is, again, I often stress that I'm not trying to make some token economy with gamification. I'm really trying to make something that inspires kids to sort of try new things, get out there and like push themselves. And, and with that said, kind of like the Boy Scouts, like my my badges are not just like stickers that I'm handing kids. They're, they're representative of, or they're representations of their like hard work on, on some tasks, some tasks that they're super yeah. proud of. Right. So with that said, like, I don't know, like I like it being separate from grades because, because of all the language that comes with grades, all the pressures that come with grades mm -hmm. and all the, like, pardon my French, but just the, the junk that comes with it, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, so I mean, parents, parents that uh, get concerned about grades, kids take less risk when there's grades involved. And, and ultimately, like what they're doing for the side quests or what they're doing for these points in the game points, I think is just as challenging, just as hard, but for whatever reason, they're freed up. And they're like Absolutely. willing to like go explore and try things and create some amazing things that they would have never taken that risk if it was actually for the grade. Absolutely. 
I 100% agree with you. I think also for those students who aren't consistently getting those A's, they're not the highest performing students that if you tie gamification to grades for them, they shut down um, because they feel like they can, they don't ever have a chance to be that top point earner. They don't have a chance to be the first in the game where if you really let it be about those skills and that the differentiated learning that comes with side quests and mini games and all of that, um, that cooperative learning that happens when you let that be the focus instead of the grades, those kids thrive in ways that you don't see with just the grade system. Um, and that always scares me about tying it to grades. Um, because you don't know that that's it. You don't know what you're missing, what they're missing out on, what they're actually capable of. If you've never done it without the grades, if you only tie your gamification to grades, you've only seen what they're capable of doing when that, when those points are attached to it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, the sort of second reason I love it too, to be honest, being a middle school teacher I just have a lot more fun because then, right. <laughs> I mean, then you don't have to make everything stodgy. I think if you just substitute game points into the grade and say it's it's their grade, like you're not changing crap. Yeah. Like, yeah. sorry. <laughs> like you're just like you're trading one point system for another. But like when you separate the two, you can do all sorts of things. And and I do in my class switch how they earn some points dur during different units there's different like things that are happening some things are worth you know a thousand points some things are worth you know 500 points some things are worth 10,000 points in my game and like trying to find that perfect and right balance and things that everyone can achieve and things that are like leveled and like blah 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 if it was for a grade and making sure I give proper feedback on every single point I give oh my gosh like I wouldn't do what I do if, right. if like it had to be attached to the grades. <laughs> I think um, sometimes there is the worry that if you are tying all of your gamification to a grade, and I'm certainly not saying that this is the way everyone is. I think that there, this is a concern of mine that sometimes if that gamification is tied to a grade, it's because a teacher feels like it'll be, easier just to say like this test score like an a will get you this many xp or a b will get you this many xp because there's a certain like ease of use to that right like oh i i, I don't have to do two things now i'm just gonna see your test grade this gives you these xp and now i'm gamifying and it's great and i only have one thing to keep track of but you're doing something but i would not say you're gamifying like you're right you're at that right. point you're just grading with different language. Absolutely. And gamification is, it is some work. It, it should be for you to really figure out what works for your kids. It's that what I like is that it's a constant self-evaluation too, and a reflection on what's working and what needs to be changed. It doesn't require hours of time a day, but every day you can say like, Oh, this worked really well. I'm going to keep this or, Oh, I need to change this a little bit tomorrow that game mechanic didn't work quite the way I wanted it to. So it is a constant source of reflection for you also um, in a way that it 
wouldn't seem to be if you were just taking a grade and substituting it in for XP. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if you're listening out there. I mean, just think about this. Like, right. You can just have a heck of a lot more fun. And what I think trips people up, Stephanie, is that if you've never gamified, you understand grades and you understand the like system that you run you know you give so many papers you give so many tests so many Mm -hmm. quizzes so many projects whatever um and so in your head you're like all right so i'm gonna gamify well now they'll like do these projects and unlock these things and you can add that element to your game by all means but game game points for me maybe i should we should start here is that game points (laughs) are separated from you guys should jump to minute eight um, we we don't edit. Here is the here's yeah. The <laughs> so uh, we really like should start here in the in that game, like what kids get paid for in my game, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I also don't really like that connotation. But if we were to use it, um, ultimately it's for things called side quests, which are kind of enrichment opportunities so it's not their coursework their coursework just kind of hums along sometimes for projects or big tests if i wrap it into my storyline that will like add to their score but it's not like the only thing right like if i think it's super huge i say i might make that storyline that this test matters that it's a a battle or something that each each right answer is like a strike against the enemy and we need to get right. so many points to defeat the enemy or something. And then if we do, we all get like a thousand points. So it's not like tied to your grade. It's just kind of, it's more collaborative. Like we together, if we can get enough strikes against this bad guy, we win. Um, and then the other thing I do is being a social studies class, there's all sorts of, uh, dare I say, nerdy moments where <laughs> we need kids to either... No. I mean, right? We need kids to be doing a simulation or acting something out, and we need them to be doing it with with gusto. We need to like not have that general student apathy. Mm-hmm. So, along the lines, I've sort of used gamification to amp those experiences up by by adding a theme to it. Adding like, I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, it's work. I definitely like have to think mm-hmm. through this activity. But when I think through that activity, then all of a sudden it becomes something that they can unlock a badge. They can earn some XP for. And sure enough, like they end up knocking it out of the park and loving it. Mm-hmm. Right. So those are the those I, are the two main ways. I'm really glad that you brought up the fun part again because I don't want someone to get hung up on the fact that I said it's a lot of work. I mean, there is work that goes into it, but ultimately I've told you this before, and I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before too gamification helped me find my passion for the classroom again um, because I felt so excited and happy about what I was doing. And my kids felt so excited and happy about what I was doing. And it was worth every second I put into it. And when I would try a new mini game and the kids just took off. And I mean, you can tell, I mean, this is a genuine smile here. I am super I get super excited thinking about it. Even my teachers this year, you know, teachers can be a hard bunch. And there were some who it just wasn't their thing this year. We're hoping for next year. We'll get them into it more. But there were others 
who it was totally their thing and they lit up, you know, the challenges, winning um, items and being able to use it for bonus points and cursing other people, like the joy that it brings you. And I think you, for me, when I look at it, if it was tied to the grade, it would not have been the same because that is a kid wanting to get an A or a parent wanting the kid to get an A. Whereas in the game, it's like the kid just wanting to win. Like, I want to do this for my, I want to do this for my team. Like my team has to pull ahead. I want us to defeat this, this boss. You know I mean? It just, it's a different yeah. intrinsic, I think, motivation than, than the grade. Yeah. Actually, I'm glad you brought up that word because a lot of times people get hung up on intrinsic versus extrinsic and, Sometimes gamification gets deemed as like all extrinsic and, and really these points and badges are, are what people point at and say like, see, that's extrinsic. Well, like, man, I got to say, like grades are just as extrinsic. Like if we're going to say that, then like just get off my back. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. And then when you factor in, Mine count for nothing. These are fake points in a fake game. Yes. That brings me to what you just said. They do it because they care about their team, because they want to win this mm -hmm. game. To mm -hmm. me, that ceases to be extrinsic. We would never say that that football player wants to score that winning touchdown because he's extrinsically motivated by seven <laughs> points. Like That's an excellent example. So... You know, people like it's not. It's a, it's a well designed, playful spirit. It's bringing joy in the classroom, as Stephanie said, both for the teacher as well as the students. So, it's not. But but one way it's not is we're separating them from the grades because the grades are just extrinsic motivators. I mean, it's just do this work and you get this little reward. Right. On a on a personal note, the interesting thing is, um, so my older son is thirteen in seventh grade. So around the age I was teaching in the classroom anyway. And what I thought was, it was funny, but it was also like, I was a little sad because he saw what we were doing in my classroom and he saw what we were doing in RPD. And he would ask me like, can you teach my teachers how to do this? Can you teach them how to make it into a game? And I'm like, I would love to, but they have to want me to. So <laughs> I would love to, but it's uh, not going to happen yet. Yeah, my nephew, every uh, Christmas, buys his teachers my book. <laughs> <laughs> as they like. That's brilliant, by the way. As like, a, hey, didn't want you to do a little some of this. <laughs> Yeah, it's rather funny. It's so there's a little bush. Um, what I like though is this 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 idea of like get grades and and game points and all of this. It it's not as hard as it sounds. I mean, like you're a master. All of us teachers are used to grading, so we got that. We we can grade. Now just set that aside. Boom. Now the other fear people have about setting up any sort of game point system is they're afraid they're going to do it wrong like what if i mm -hmm. what if i set it too high or too low or too whatever as jennifer ledford said on well played episode something something i <laughs> don't know but uh 
she said you can't mess it up. It's your game. Like you can just change the point system. You can like or adjust things up to that level or down to that level, whatever it needs to be. But like you really can't mess it up. So don't worry so much about these these fake points. Um, and ultimately, like try your best to be as consistent with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's kind of my advice. My kids know it's kind of funny actually with my game points. I'm almost more militant than I am. <laughs> like it's weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's really it's almost hard to describe because in some respects, if I know a kid's really trying and they did really like good for them kind of thing, kind of a little mm-hmm. differentiated there, I I'll definitely give them a fair like a really fair amount of points. Um, but on the flip side, if I really think that this is not a student's best work and they're not really trying, they're not really pushing themselves. I, I mean, I, I sometimes I'm just like, this is zero. Like, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> give you anything for this. Where like in my grade book, like I would never give a kid like a zero for an actual handed in, like you right. did something. Right. I would never give him a zero. Right. Um, but I really like the real worldness of that. Cause you know, you know, your boss doesn't want some, oh, here's a report that's only a C minus worth. They're like, no, like I'd rather not have the report. Like, don't give me the report. <laughs> I also think um, the camaraderie that comes from gamification not tied to grades is important as well. Because if you know that your A earns your team more points, then you automatically have something kind of against the kid who can't earn as many points for your team. You know, if you're falling behind, you want everybody to be able to pull their weight. I do think it puts in, it sets up some of those, I guess, clashes already there or like grudges. I don't know if that makes sense. Where if you, if you have that equal playing field, like everybody has different ways they can contribute and earn points and be a part of the team. Then it's that camaraderie. Like I may not, be able to do this one, but I can do this other thing really well. And that's what I noticed in the classroom is that they started learning the strengths of their other teammates too. And so they knew like, Oh, he'll be great for this. Or she's going to pull through on this one for us. I know it. She always does such a great job. They would start applauding each other's strengths um, instead of looking for weaknesses and saying like, you're the low performing member. Or even worse than that, like I would argue in a traditional class, kids don't care about the other kids. Like just yeah. straight up, like it doesn't even matter. Like low or high, it doesn't matter. Like I just need, I just need to care, take care of myself. Like mm-hmm. that's it. And so in a gamified class, you all of a sudden have like authentic reasons to help each other out, to care mm-hmm. about where each other's at. I love it. I super love it. <laughs> I got to say, too, the like I said, the other mega reason to separate the two is to have some like fun sometimes. So while I try to be really well thought out and balanced and everything else that a good game designer would be with his points, I also try sometimes just to be kind of zany. So you could be on like <laughs> a field trip. We were on like a winter retreat and there were like snow snow tubing and all these other stuff and kids started to go down and they're like guild groups down mm-hmm. the, in a, and then they just started like chanting their like team and i was like whatever like i'll give you like 100 xp for doing that like one <laughs> yeah 
because it does not matter, right? Like I do not have to justify that. So like, let's just all realize that. But on the flip side, it also sort of, sort of showed the kids that like, I really appreciate that like you care about your team and that you're choosing to like go down together and then shout out your history team while at a retreat. I think that that's super awesome. Like if you're talking about camaraderie, like fine, that's awesome. Like here's a hundred points. I love it. I feel like I do, we did that in the gamified PD too with things that from, you know, a lot of our tasks that earn points were for things that would help you learn a skill for the classroom or practice it in a different way or get you to try something new or ask someone else about something they were doing. It was to help you kind of move out of your comfort zone sometimes um, or to even show off what you were doing to other teachers to help them, you know, like, Oh, look, we, I'm posting this thing that I'm already doing and now it's a resource for you to have. But we would intersperse that with things that were just for fun. So I've told you, you know, national haiku poem day, we put a day long challenge, write up haiku about the district and submit it to the Padlet. And we had some people that really hadn't played that got involved on board. We sent out emails to the teams. And we're like, here's a chance today only write a haiku about the district and you can get a hundred points for your team. And we had some really we had some really deep haikus and we had just some really fun haikus (laughs) and, and it was like, people were saying, did you see so-and-so's haiku? They actually posted this. So again, it was more about that. Oh, they did something for the team. That was so awesome that they came in. It was just something fun. You know, Mm -hmm. they just showed that they were part of the team. It's just good people. I mean, like (laughs) I think Stephanie and I clearly fall in the camp of separating the two. If I was to make a case for tying XP to grades, I'd say don't. (laughs) (laughs) I second that. (laughs) Uh, The only like case maybe would be like at a college level where you know you only see your kids these two days a week and like you know there is... They have to write three papers, take a mid-semester and like a final exam. So like, all right, if you want to like create some sort of thing where like each of those are worth so many points and it like becomes your grading scale, like so you start at zero and you know, like you've acquired this much, so you're at like a D minus, you've acquired that much, you know, you're at like a C, right? And you know that you're like working up this ladder. I could somewhat see that, but again, that probably means you're doing much less gamification than what Stephanie and I are talking about. Right. And so that's all I'm going to say about that because I really don't want to develop any more ideas about it. So (laughs) you're on your own. (laughs) But seriously, it's like, it's playful for, like you said, it's playful for us teachers. It's playful for the kids. And it's empowering for the kids and it builds that community and camaraderie. And I love it. You talked about groups literally thinking through what is everybody good at. I get that every year. My kids like literally take their, their teams hyper serious. They, they sort of do an inventory of the entire class. Cause in my game, the, the class period is like a house that's working together. And then inside the house, there are these guilds, these like four to five person you know, tables that work together and they're going to work together for a whole quarter and they inventory the skills they have. 
so that when they're doing a project, they can truly say like, Stephanie, like you're awesome at this. Like, can you take care of this piece while I'm taking care of that piece? And then the sum total of the project's amazing. The whole class is amazing and everything's amazing. I love it. It's so good. So good. Well, Stephanie, we have uh, reflection time here at the end of our well-played podcast, which I know you are well aware of being the well-played veteran that you are, both listener and co-host. Um, you ready for today's quote? I am ready. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go second? you want me to interrupt you when you're going first? What do you want? I mean, you do like interrupting me. I'm just kidding. You are so good about not interrupting me. How about I go first and then you can, I'll give my thoughtful response and then you'll give yours and I'll think, I wish I would have said it that way. I'll just say ditto. (laughs) All right, here we go. This one comes from Albert Einstein. The guy's kind of bright. He probably knows what he's talking about. A little bit. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Not everything that can be counted counts. And not everything that counts can be counted. I love that. That Albert Einstein, who's a smart guy. <laughs> I'm trying um, hard to not interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, that goes twofold. Where we almost have this uber importance of grades. And just because it can be counted doesn't mean that's the only thing that counts. Yet... We have students and parents who seem to feel that that's the only thing that does count is, are, are those grades? And then the opposite of that is when you allow yourself to enjoy the experience and you're still learning, but you're engaged and you're having fun and it doesn't necessarily tie to that thing that can be counted, you, you grow as a person, you grow in your skills. Um, and the things that really do count to make you the person that you will become later um, and can even make you better a friend, can make you better aware of um, what a good team member is. So, okay, like I said, I will have said that and now you're going to say something brilliant and I'm like, dang it, I should have gone second. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna, now I feel all under pressure. Maybe this will be the first well-played that we edit. I'll like insert some <laughs> thoughtful comment here. Uh, all right. So for me, the like it's twofold here. So the first half where he says not everything that can be counted counts. I really love that emphasis because when we think about traditional school, traditional tests, all those kind of things, I don't want to say that like there's no value to memorization. I think that there is some like importance and we should practice that skill on some level. Mm-hmm. But those things that are typically most easily measured are kind of like the least impactful on like who you will become and 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 the actual skill set you need being employed. So then uh, that brings us to the other side that not everything that counts can be counted. I absolutely love that because it just like makes us in the education field kind of open up like while I can make this test what is it actually measuring the things that I probably will struggle to make a test for is the thing that I should probably be struggling to do I mean like that 
that's the thing that matters is is those skill sets and i and i think we often shy away from it because we're more comfortable in the measurable right it's like right we feel like there's strength in well i mean he got these three wrong and that's empirically wrong and like see i you know or it's in the rubric and he didn't do it so like boop like uh but i don't think that's i don't think that's building the 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 capacities that our kids need to tackle the problems they have in the future so i think that means we as the adults in this situation need to tackle the problems of today and for us that would be making a better and more balanced grading system absolutely i concur absolutely <laughs> i don't know if that was brilliant but that's what i got you're always brilliant <laughs> whoa i am so excited i have that on tape i'm just excited that hopefully I'll be somewhere and someone will hear my laugh like after the last well played I was on and they'll turn around and say, were you on well played? Nice. <laughs> and it's my laugh. <laughs> I love it. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's a great episode. I think this will help lots of people. Episode 113. That's crazy to me. And everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Each and every week, this podcast gets bigger and bigger, so continue to share it out with friends, family, coworkers, whatnot, whoever you think needs this. And I would always love it if you connected on my YouTube channel. Each of these podcasts also are on there as a video cast, so if you want to like comment to Stephanie or I, just check out episode 113. You can put the comment there. Always love it if you subscribe and thumbed up the video. That would be great. Everybody, have a good week. Enjoy it and play on.